Hey, welcome to the Soul Glitch Podcast, the podcast about things that we thought we'd never have to say about black culture, black politics, and being black in America. I'm Dion. And I'm Naomi. Let's go. Anyone who knows me knows that I love people and I love to hear their stories. I don't care if you're an academic, a preacher, a rabbi, degenerate gambler, an alcoholic, drug addict or former drug addict, etc. I don't care about that. I want to hear about your journey and the culmination of decisions and life choices that have led you to this point in your life. One of the goals of this podcast is to interview real people who live unconventional lives. Tonight's guest is one of those interesting individuals. She leads an unconventional life. Tonight, you'll hear terms such as polygamy and polyamory. Tonight's guest, she uses these terms interchangeably, but know that they are two different things. Polygamy is simply marrying more than one person. The most common form is a man married to multiple women. Then there's polyamory, which allows people to maintain multiple sexual and romantic relationships with the consent and the knowledge of all the players involved. There are many forms of polyamory. And then you have subsets like the swingers, open relationships, and the list goes on. Polygamy has been around since the beginning and polygamists are quick to bring up King David, who the Bible says was a man after God's own heart, a man who had eight wives. The prophet Nathan confronts David over his sin with Bathsheba, wife of Uriah the Hittite, who David, King David famously had killed. The prophet tells David that I anointed you king over Israel and I rescued you from Saul and I gave you your master Saul's house and his wives. Yes, the scripture in this instance seems to condone polygamy in this instance. But the Pentecostal in me harkens back to Adam and Eve, the two alone in the garden, the perfect state. And sure, I can probably revel on about God's perfect will and God's permissive will, but I won't. So I want you to sit back and relax. Enjoy uh, tonight's interview. And let's keep it open heart, open mind, and let's not be judgmental. Thank you. So tonight we have with me a very, uh, very good friend of mine, a childhood friend of mine. She is near and dear to my heart. Um, she's a very sweet lady. Um, she has grown into an awesome woman and I'm without further ado, I'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell us a little about herself. All right, go ahead, Chi Chi. Yes. My name is AKA Chi Chi. I am 41 years old. 
once I took I was born in New York, um, raised in North Carolina. I got married at the age of 22. I have one son. I've been married twice. Um, I've worked with 23 companies. I'm a published author, singer, songwriter. Um, I'm now a detective. detective. I believe in polygamous. I think I pronounced that correct. Um, I'm also a Jehovah Witness. Yeah, polygamy. How you pronounce that? Yeah, polygamy. I, I say believe polygamy. polygamy. Right. So you, you polygamy. are. I believe it. You're in a, a, a de- Atlanta detective. I'm a polygamist, detect- I guess. Yeah, you're a polygamist. So you're a detective, right? Uh-huh. Uh, a polygamist. Mm-hmm. And you're also a Jehovah Witness. That's, that's correct. Okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. You have my um, attention. <laughs> the, um, give you a little more insight to you all on the polygamy. Polygamy. Um, what I witnessed hands on was that it is an operation, it's an empire, it's um building a village. Um <clears throat> it works for me, it works for some of my friends, it's not everybody I can agree to that and a lot of people may um not agree to the thought of sharing a man or sharing a woman, but it's more bigger than that. It's more big bigger than the sexual act of it because that's what a lot of people lean towards it when they think of that word. And um what I witnessed hands on was is there's abundance. There's abundance, abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, far as cash flow, um, transportation, taking trips, the kids being seen about, taken care of. Um, everyone works. You have to find um, a group of people. It don't matter. It could be three people involved. Two, um, you know, most most times three or more people involved. Um. And what I witnessed hands on is just, it's just awful. It's really awful. Um, okay, so let me, this, this, let, me, let me get this straight. So, uh, you said an organization. So, is there a formal mm-hmm. organization or are you referring to um, one family unit that you witnessed? The one family unit that I witnessed. Right. And so, when you say polygamy, is this two women and one man? One man? It's, uh, it's three women and one man. Three women and one man. Now, when you say you believe in polygamy, do you believe in two men and one woman? Uh, two men and one woman. Now, that I don't feel comfortable with. Right. I feel more better with the two women and one man. I do. For you me feel, personally. For you personally. But you mm-hmm. wouldn't have a problem if somebody, if, in, with that configuration of saying one woman who has multiple men. No. Mm-mm. Okay, that's interesting. No. So you feel more comfortable where is one man and multiple right. women? Is there a Correct. is there a limit to? Yes. Okay, and what's for your me it is. for you? What is your limit for how many? Um, me to me and another woman. You and another woman. That's your optimal. If you're gonna do this, is your your optimal? Uh-huh. Okay. There's a comedian. He's a very famous comedian named D Ray. Mm-hmm. And he's very funny. And he actually has, he's in a relationship where it's him and two, he famously is in a relationship and it's him and two other women. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've heard an interview with him, and he went into great detail, and he talked about how they interact with each other, and it seems to be right. working. Right. For him. Now, with my friend, now with my friend, I must say, she, the sexual act, she involved, she involved herself with the women. Now, that, that part, I have a problem, because I have OCD, mm-hmm. so, um, and um, I have OCD, so that part, that's why I say I can't do no more than one this is one other woman because I have OCD and I, I care a lot about my health mm-hmm. and so if I if I were if I was to practice it would be disease you know and another woman that way it eliminate any kind of disease okay so now when is you so in your mind your optimal the optimal relationship for you is you and just another woman and a man now, when it sexually, but you know what, you know what, I said that, but you know what, I agree. Like I said, I'm. Let me put like this. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I can agree to just a, to just involving three, because I can do two men and just me, and two women and just me. I can't do mostly like like the what was that? What was that? New York. You remember New York and um, where the the favorite slave and all the women was kissing and loving and having sex with her, yeah. and it was like like ten or ten women. For the uh, for the flavor of love, the show was yeah. flavor of love. So everybody right. was competing yeah. to be with flavor right. flavor. Right, right, exactly. And, and from what I saw, a lot of you know they did have sex with him. See, because I have OCD, you know that's that's the that's the pinpoint with me personally. I have OCD, and I want to know where I got something from because you know. You know, when you think of polygamy, it's, it's really considered, it's a, that's just a fancy word. It's really just considered an open relationship or an open marriage, really. Mm-hmm. But, but like I said, because I have OCD, I'm not going to put myself too far out to the extent. Now, I said that, but of course, we can't say, well, he may not be out there with another. You know, I can, but I can only hope. But at this point in my life, at the age of 41, mm-hmm. Um, that has been married twice and they didn't they didn't um, wasn't um, supportive when it came to my ministry wasn't wasn't the fact that because this this polygamy thing I, I, I did my research and I felt the interest in and I like it happened over two years ago it's not something like ongoing in the back of my mind no so um but like I said, I um I want to pinpoint where I got something from. So I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I know Chichi, I know Chichi not gonna go outside of those two men, or I know Chichi not gonna go outside of me and another woman. This man, I know me. All right. So <clears throat> in your polygamous relationship, where it's you, another woman, and a man, do you mm-hmm. do y'all all have sex with each other, or do you have sex? Because I, you know, when I watch like shows about the Mormons, right? And it's right. that one man. So everybody get a certain night. He sleeps right. with that's um, I, yeah, that's me. Okay. I don't wanna be I don't wanna be I don't wanna be in the bed with her and I don't want it to be a breach. Yeah. Right. No. So you so it's not you having sex with her. It's just that No. He splits time. Exactly. Oh, okay. 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 Sort of like a man is a man without that cheating. You know what I'm saying? Right. The woman over there in another house. It's just the fact that y'all both women up under one roof now. Right. And 
so y'all share resources. So right. really, and so you're telling me in this situation, two women work, and every, all the money goes into a pot. Yeah. To be shared between everybody. Yes. And if one person has a baby, then y'all share um, the duties. The responsibilities, yes. The duties and responsibilities of child rearing. Exactly. And you're black. Because usually when we hear about these types of things, um, I'm starting to hear more and more black people into this. But the only time, you know, I have to admit, and, you know, maybe it's me... um, being myopic or whatnot, whatever, I usually hear about this in um, um, Mormons or um, right. LDS, and they practice right. this. And you, you, right. you are a Jehovah Witness, right? Yeah, I mean, but the Jehovah I, Witnesses do not sanction right. such a. Union. Maybe I'm a Mormon. You know what? You know what? The thing is, is I, I just said. My sister told me not to label myself because she, she you know, she watched my page. She said, she just say you practice some of the Jehovah's beliefs. Maybe I need to say that. I, I practice some of the Jehovah's beliefs because the more I used to, you know, it's funny. I never, I never knew that the Mormons practiced with me. I didn't know that. Right. Well, back in the day now, supposedly back in the day, supposedly they do not practice anymore. But from what I've read there, I still think there are certain splinter sex. Sext of um, LDS that may still practice polygamy. I'm not sure. So I don't want to put that out there in the world. And when I use the word ministry, I'm talking about ministry. Ministry. I minister in hair. I minister in clothes. People. People mistake ministry as a preacher. No, I minister in song. When I say man, I'm a minister of many trades. Okay. So I'm a teacher of the word of God. That's what I'm not a preacher. I'm a teacher of the the word of God. So you're a but, teacher of the word of God. Right, but I'm a minister in different trades. Right, or you are you ordained? Yes. Who are you ordained through or with? The Africans in Atlanta. The Africans. Mm-hmm. Explain, please. The Africans. The African Nigerians. The Nigerians. Uh huh. They ordained me. In the Overcomers a- Church. Over- Overcomers Church. Overcomers Church. Mm hmm. And they're what, from Nigeria. They're from Nigeria. And what do they teach? How do they feel about um, polygamy? They practice it in their country. They practice it in their country? Yes. Okay. And this is... So, is this where you got your beliefs from? So they started you down this path. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you- they did a whole they did a whole spiritual DNA makeup of me. My name Chichi means God. Kinika C H I 
means God greater. It's from Nigeria. Um, whenever I introduce them and they, they saw me how I braided hair and they hear my voice and the spirituality and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit that came out of me, they did a research on who I am. And it started from there. Do so the Nigerian church, what do they believe? Do they believe in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? Yes. Um, what a baptism. Yes. Do they believe that Jesus is the um truly um is human Lord and Savior? Do do they believe that Jesus Christ is human and divine, truly lived, suffered and died, rose again from the dead, ascended on exactly. high exactly and is coming again? Yes, they do. So they believe in the classical Pentecostal belief that Jesus is Lord. That's, that's correct. And so that being said, how do they reconcile, you know, polygamy? Because if you read the Bible, mm-hmm. um, many, if you read the Bible, many of the, um, many of, if you read the Bible, the author of the Bible spoke one back in uh, those biblical times, the men had more than one, more than one wife. Also, they speak of um, the, like, say, my sister was married and she died. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be next in line to take her husband, to marry her husband. Okay. Hold on for just a second, okay? Mm-hmm. So if your if your sister died, mm-hmm. then now that part I, I don't want to do, but <laughs> right, right, yeah, for many reasons I can understand. Yeah, so, I don't want to go behind my sister. <laughs> your justification is that in the Bible, um, the Bible condones polygamy. Mm-hmm. You said yes. Yes. Any scripture in um in particular? You know what? I'm not even gonna sit here and lie to you. I can't just pinpoint one. Okay. But I know I, I know the Africans has read it to me, but I can't. I'm not. When I say I'm a teacher, I don't. I, I read out of other books. I don't read out of the King James directly all the time. I, I'm not going to lie. God, the Spirit brings me the Word of God and break it down for me in order to teach. All right, there will be some that would say, you know, that the Lord God said it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper mm-hmm. comparable to him. You know, there's Genesis two and 18 and some would argue that this was never meant that God wanted us to have multiple partners. Mm-hmm. Some all of that. Yeah. And when we read this verse a little further, you see how God built us to be perfectly together as a single couple. When we look mm-hmm. at Adam and Eve, right? And some would argue that God made men and women to complement each other physically, mentally, socially. He built into us uh, the desire for companionship of a husband or a wife. Mm 
Right. And, and some and, and, some you know, would I say that. some would say okay. that the Bible also said he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Yes, sir. A wife. Right. What would you a say? wife. And what would I say? And I agree to that. And and my thing, going back to what we just talked about before um, we got on this interview, mm-hmm. is that I want I want to be one with one. But what I'm saying is, if that is not in God's plan, boy, I don't see that. I don't want to be alone. So yes, the second option will be to share a man, so to speak. All right, so what you're telling me is your desire is to be the wife of one man. Yes, that's my desire. But you're saying that it is hard. You're not able to find that right now. Right. And your plan B Mm -hmm. would be to share a man. Exactly. And you live in the. I don't live in. I live in. Okay. And where? Okay. Don't mention Tallahassee. So, but close enough to. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. In this whole area. Mm-hmm. You cannot find one man. I don't want to find him. I want him to find me. He, you want him to because find that's you. Why I made a, that's, why, that's why I made a mistake. It's me searching for him. And my pick has to be good. And so... so I'm just waiting. I'm actually waiting for God to... I'm waiting for... You're waiting on God to send you a man. Mm-hmm. But in the interim... You're going to enter into... A, I guess, an open relationship. Yes, yes, that's the best way to put it. Yep. And you know, there would be some that will like say that. Um, now I'm not judging you, okay? Yeah. I I yeah. I, I don't judge anybody, but I put myself in the mind of whoever is listening to this what mm-hmm. they would say and they would say yeah. they would say not Dion but they would say you're desperate and what would you say to that um I disagree okay okay because they're entitled to their own opinion but mm-hmm. no I am and mine stems from need for the love of man that I have I love men. You love men. And so but, but 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 I'm just saying I want I want one man. But if I don't don't I mean if I don't I'm forty come on, I'm forty something years old. Right. Either I'm out either God's gonna bring my husband or I'm just gonna be single. And just have a sex partner, a fun partner, whatever you want to call it, or whatever. And if he got another woman over there, that's that's between him and her. If, if she if she don't accept me, oh well. 
So that just sounds like you're down for whatever. That doesn't sound like polygamy. That's just saying like you're nah, you're at it this is. point. It in, is okay. No, nah, it is. I'm just not wording it right. It is. Okay. It is because a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand where I'm coming from, and you got to have walked in my shoes. And like I say, it's not for everybody. Polygamy is not for everybody. And you said you wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And if you read my book, you'll see why. I was molested at the child age of five. I was raped at age of two. I was molested from the age of five all the way up to I was 16. All I know is men. I have a sex addiction. You have a sex addiction? Yes, I do. And you're in therapy? I've, been, I've, been, I've had a sex addiction ever since I was 14. Secretly. Nobody knew about it. And you, th- and you think OCD. you think Plus that stemmed from huh? from you think that was stems from molestation? It, it most definitely did. And you were molested by a family member? Yes. Um. My um, my biological father and my brother, my uncle. Yes. Your biological father, your brother, and your uncle molested you. That's correct. Um. To. Um, are you comfortable talking about to the extent that they molested you? Yeah, I'm comfortable. It's in my book. It's That's in what my second book says no one will listen. It talks about it doesn't give them their name, but mm-hmm. it talks about my whole second book is a five star book and it talks about the molestation each every each and every one of them. I'm molesting my mom's boyfriend and everything. So is there a place that the listeners if who if somebody listens to this that they can get your book online? If somebody's listening, if somebody listens to this podcast and they want to get your book uh-huh. online, is there a place they can get it? Yeah, Amazon.com. Okay. Shanika Johnson Kindle book. The ebook is um you can you can um download the ebook and if you have Amazon Prime, you can read it for free. Okay. It's five dollars. So I'm gonna get that link and I'm probably put it put that in the show notes. Okay. And you said you were addicted to sex. Yes. I've since, been addicted since, to sex. Since you were 14. Since the age of... Yes. Okay. I mean, actually, I, actually, I knew you. Actually, I knew you at that age. I didn't. I couldn't even tell. I didn't even know. Yeah. Because I have OCD, get a disease, and I didn't sleep with anybody. It's just that whoever I, who I found a touch, I slept with it. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of. What tell you? To tell you and what tell you. Okay. Wow, you're naming names. Okay. All right. You, That's fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I knew these people. So you're saying when you slept with them, you only slept with them because you had a fear of getting a disease. Yes. Have you ever con- contracted a disease? I had chlamydia once. You had chlamydia once. Um, and, you know who you got it from? For real, I actually, if I'm going to be truthful, if I rem- if memory serves me correctly, I had a friend. Who I thought said that he gave it to you? He did give it to me. I was eighteen, pregnant with his, with my first child. Right, That's but no, I'm out. not talking about. I'm not talking about him. 
another guy. He said what? Like if if I'm not mistaken, you know, I had a friend, and I thought he told me he had given it to you. No. Okay. Because I was pregnant in high school. My mom, I remember my mom that. pulled me out of school. I remember the pregnancy when you were pregnant by George. But um I yeah. don't wanna I don't wanna speak this person's name because he's he's passed away. Well he was he didn't pass away, he was killed. You, you talking about nah, Don't mention his name. No. But you know who I'm talking about. It, he didn't give it to me. He well, didn't give it to you. No. Okay. But I thought I thought he had said he had given it to you. No. Okay. I might have been mistaken. That's been years ago. Years and years ago. You know, sleep with multiple partners, so yeah, that's how you get it. And um, I remember at that time there was rumors out there about him. Yeah, that he had AIDS. Right. HIV. Right, he ne- he never had Harry Tuppy. He ne- he never had. I-, I figured that because he's still alive, <laughs> right? Because that that was well over. I don't I don't even know. It was well over. Um. Wow. That was that was years. Ago. Well, I'll put it that way. This was over twenty years ago. Right. And I think I've seen him since. And he mm-hmm. doesn't look sick to me. I mean, he I know, looks good. Yeah, medications. I don't know, whatever. But um, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, and if he got it, he's taking medication well. But I'm, 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 I'm negative on HIV. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you've been tested probably hundreds of times since. every year. And um, so you were saying, you know. You know, then when you were a teen, you were insatiable. You had to have sex all the time. Right. Mm. Wow. Why do you say that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know, you learn about a person. I mean, um, you seem you know, when I knew you, you seemed pretty cool. Like you didn't seem sad or anything. You seemed sweet. You were pretty right. happy. Happy person. Yeah, I just kept it inside until it came out when I had my nervous breakdown in 2005. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember growing up. One thing that I never, and uh, I hope you don't mind me talking about this. Yes. Like I remember when we were in high school. Um, I always thought you were a very beautiful, dark-skinned person, and I mean, I don't mean that in. A condescending way like I don't mean it That dark skinned people Aren't beautiful or can't be beautiful that's not What I'm talking about yeah but I had a color complex You had, had a color, color complex, complex because of the girls Right and I remember the girls were So cruel So mm-hmm. Cruel and you know I I really felt bad for you Because I had like, a color complex About me being dark and I had a color complex About my big gums Yep Right and I mean the guys I don't you know we probably didn't really They always get, found me attractive Right guys always found you attractive Cause you were I mean you were Shaped you were athletic you were shaped Like a I would say you had More of a, a Athletic track runner body Right 
It's still getting it's still there. I just right. gotta tone up. <laughs> and um and I remember like they were really cruel in some of the names that they would call you. Right? Right. And um what was it? I, <laughs> I wanna say I remember one night in particular Tell me if I'm wrong My memory I might not be remembering this right But um, We were working at the grocery store And um, I think this girl Called you a black bitch Or something or another Yes And didn't you beat the brakes off this girl I sure did Right there in the The counter room yeah. But I'm not gonna call her name. Don't call you know? her name. Don't call her name. But that was one example of just relentless like dumping on you, like just dumping on you because you were dark skinned. Exactly. So yeah. And 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 as I got older my skin turned pretty brown. Right. I'm still dark skinned, but it's pretty brown all even. Yeah, I noticed that. Like it, it, it did. It's like you did go from like, like a, yeah, a and dark. I, and people thought, I, people think I bleached my skin. I, it's I not thought it was makeup. It's eating. I really? It was, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was makeup. It's, I do. I use. You know what? I don't use makeup. I got molds in my face, so I use a light powder. And when I take those pictures like that, I use the retouch button just to, so you won't see my molds in my face. I don't like my molds, mm-hmm. but my skin is evenly chocolate. And that's and I take my pictures in the bathroom because I want you to see the evenness of my skin. But somebody thought I bleached my skin. I love being dark, and um, it's the water I drink and the fruits and vegetables that I eat that's whitening. It's I got a glow to my face. That's not it's not heavy makeup or none of that. I don't wear heavy makeup. It's whatever the camera is whatever the camera. I'm photogenic. It's whatever the camera catches. And my teeth, I haven't had braces. I'm missing two teeth. Um, uh, it's just the way I smile when I smile and what the camera catches. I'm photogenic. That's all. Okay. I don't have a purpose. Now my, my, my smile still the same. It's just, I keep my, um, I wear red lipstick because the red lipstick offsets the whiteness of my teeth. Now. Still got the same big gums. All that. Yeah. I mean, but you know. No, I'm just saying, you know, you know everybody you know, got something. Everybody got something, you know. You know, I I got a large head. I mean, I'm talking about an abnormally large head. Like I have to get specially, yeah. I have to get specially made hats. So crazy. I do. Yeah. That's how. That's how big my head is. So I mean, everybody's got something, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I I just, you know, I always, my heart always went out to you because when I would hear people talk about um, just just girls just nonstop, you know, going in on you about, you know, color, man, about being Mm -hmm. dark skinned. And I'm like, you know, we black, even, even as a kid. I kind of knew better that's than that slave mentality. Yeah, that slave. But even as a kid, I knew that wasn't right, and mm. I was like, "Jeez, man." And um, yeah, yeah. One thing you know with me, I would one thing as a kid because I was picky. But there's two. I had two limits to my pickiness, and that was colorism, 
calling people black this, black that, and I wouldn't. I don't pick on uh, slow people, retarded people. Well, I can't even say retarded anymore, but anybody slow or anybody that's got a disability or something like that. Right. If somebody thought any of my son's fathers, like, they thought, well, oh, you like white skin No, I was like, so I showed them but I showed them, that's like, after I track spirit, not not skin tone. Right, and yeah, he was dark skinned. Man, you gonna have me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a lot of editing to do to edit out these people's names. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good though. No, 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 it's just no problem. I'm just glad you did the interview, but I'm gonna have to edit out mm-hmm. these names because, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't want nobody coming for me. <laughs> See you. Oh, way, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you way down there in Florida. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't want nobody coming for me. So, but, um, man, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, so, are you lonely, Chi Chi? Nope. You're not lonely? I'm happy. You're happy? I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with my life. How many times have you been married? Twice. Twice, mm-hmm. and you mind if I ask you why they didn't work out? Uh, one was abusive, and then the other one just abandoned us. Just, just abandoned you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, some would say, you know, instead of going out and getting in this, uh, this um polygamous relationship or whatnot some would say just wait mm-hmm. on wait on the lord that's pretty much what i'm doing really i'm just okay. i guess having fun in the process you know just i just like that i just need to get around my you or uh people that i know that love me okay for me and not my money and not for my sex you know that's 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 where i'm at in my life i want to be right. around people that love me and not want me for money or sex. I, I don't blame you for that. Money. So you got money? I'm a, I'm comfortable. You're comfortable. My okay. bills get paid. Your bills get paid. So are we going to see you on the first 48? Since you are a detective, what do you specialize in? Are you homicide? So, uh, right now it's petty, like, still catching us. Right now, we got an ongoing case. Uh, one of my son's cousin got killed here, mm-hmm. so we got an ongoing case right now. Okay. Okay. So, you so you want somebody people that you don't want that want you for you want to be around you for you and not for money and not for sex. That's correct. Are you good in bed? Wonderful. Okay. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. What makes you wonderful? That never, that never was a problem. That was never a problem. They still want to come back. They still want to come back. They come back. Okay. Yes. I believe you. I believe you. The problem was uh, that I was moving too fast in my career and Mm -hmm. job. Okay. And that other men would, they they felt like other men wanted me or I wanted other men. Okay. And that wasn't the case. I was just uh, I'm a, I'm a, just a, a workaholic. You're a workaholic. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. And it's not like I got to have a pocket full of money every day. Mm-hmm. It's just that my I was always brought up to keep a dollar in your pocket. Keep a dollar in your pocket. So when are you coming back to North Carolina? I'm not sure. Um, when was the last time you've been to Wallace? Uh, 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, about five years ago. That's that's not um that's not bad. And when you come back, do you see some of those same people? And if if you do, how do they treat you? I don't see none of them. I just go um around a couple of cousins. That's okay. Okay. If I run into some classmates, I do. I don't, but I don't go searching for them. You don't go searching for them. Okay. No. Um. So. Do you have a church? Are you starting a church? Mm, no, um, like I said, I'm more of a hip-hop ministry. Um, I minister mostly to the youth. Uh, we got a flavor of hip-hop ministry coming out of we um We do hip-hop ministry where we rap, sing, dance, um, the ministry through teaching and um, dance and music. Now, this ministry, this hip-hop ministry, is mm-hmm. it based, based out of a church? Uh, they have a few churches. Um, what is his name? The Bonner Brothers. Have you heard of? I know you've heard of them. But the, the Bonner, Bonner Brothers, Brothers Church. They do hair. Uh huh. The Bonner Brothers that do hair have a yeah, church. Yeah, they're um the pastor. They have a pastor. It's called the Bonner Brothers Church. I don't know how they related to the people they do hair, but the Bonner Brothers Church is in Atlanta and. They the one first introduced me to the hip hop ministry, and they have gospel sing, gospel rap. It's called gospel rap, and that's what I do: sing, rap, and dance. And it's related to the gospel of loving Jesus. And what's the name of this church? Bonner Brothers. Pull it up. I think you pull it up. Whenever you get off the phone. Let me look this up here. Oh, so they do have a church. Mm-hmm. The Bonner Brothers. Okay, so the Bonner Brothers have not been quiet when it comes to the company's Christian beliefs. One of their most successful organizations is the Word of Faith Family Church Worship Cathedral. Mm-hmm. In Osteo, Georgia. Word of faith. Founded by Bishop Dale C. Bonner. The son of I went to a concert there. And they had, they had, has the many, 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 many old, they had, what's, I can't, the many, I can't not pronounce it because he's back in black. And he, he rapped gospel. They got, it's his name, he's on the tip of my tongue. He sings, um, clean this house from the inside restore me, take away my impurity. I can't think of his name who sang it, but, um, mm-hmm. he sang it. So 
my, my, you know, because I'm a singer, so I minister the Word of God through song ministry. I write songs. I take R&B song, add it, made it. I'm in love with God. Let me, let, me put, let me put this out there. God is my husband. When I put on my ring, mm-hmm. it's not to the man that I'm married to. It's I'm married to Jesus in my mind. When I get fixed up, I'm married to, I'm getting fixed up to Jesus in my mind until he bring that someone to me. And when I say I, I have, I'm in love with him. Um, and, and so I, I'm, I sing love music to him. I make love songs, I make up love songs to sing to God. I'm in love with, I, I, it's more than just a godly love I have for God. I'm in, I'm in love with him as though I'm in love with a physical man i'm in love with the spirit now there are there will be people out there who will say that how can you love god and be in these relationships because the, the same spirit of god that dwells in me spirit is the same spirit that dwells in you And so, and the body so, to me, and oh, go ahead. So, there'll be those that say hypocrite. They will, they'll cry hypocrite. I know that. They, yeah, they will call it hypocrite, but it's okay. If that's what they call it because you got to have a personal relationship. You don't know my personal relationship that I have a God. That's the difference. I don't do religion. I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. There's a difference in religion and spiritual. Those. You know, those churches, which is really are just buildings, we are the church, the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. We are part of the body of Christ. And everybody, in my opinion, everybody that's a part of the body of Christ is a, it's like a divine operation. Mm-hmm. If we're not on one accord, if we're not on all on one accord, how can a body of Christ operate? You have to treat it like the anatomy of the human body. If, in order for the body, the human body, mm-hmm. physical, in the physical realm, mm-hmm. in order for it to operate, all of the organs have to operate, have to function properly. So, if the heart is ripped out, how can the rest of the organs operate without the heart? The heart has to be good in order for the, all the other organs in the body. So that is the same way with the body of Christ in a spiritual realm. We're, once we've been born again in a spirit, you take on, so the same, once we once you accept Jesus at, in my opinion, in my opinion, I always say that first because mm-hmm. everybody has their own opinion. The way the spirit brought it to me, this is how God, well, nobody told me this, nobody read this, this is how God sent me, that God speak to me in my writing. I sit at the table two, three o'clock in the morning writing to God. And the Spirit brought it to me and he said, in order for the body of Christ to operate, everybody has to be on one accord in spirit. The body, the physical realm, is just a temple. Therefore, we just supposed to be clean. The body of the spirit of God, in my opinion, the spirit of Jesus have to dwell in cleanliness. Dwell in cleanliness, meaning the temple, the physical realm. We 
are all walking around dead, so to speak, until you have been born again in a spirit, the resurrection. You, not everybody is going to be called to preach, teach. That's why we all got a purpose. Just like with singing, dancing, rapping, uh, uh, you say your computers, uh, we all, we all have a gift. Everyone is designed to a gift. But it's up to us to tap in that power, in my opinion, come on spirit, to tap into the power. I tapped in 2005 when they thought I was going crazy. I, it was my resurrection. It was my resurrection. Because when I laid in that bed that night beside my husband, right, I had a vision. It was a man. I had been going through hell all that week. But I had a vision. And it was a man dressed in white clothing, sandals on his feet. Didn't have a face or feature, but he had wool. And he was pulling something up out of me. But as I was laying in the bed, Something exit my nostril, and when I rolled up out of the bed, I woke my husband up, and I started dancing in a kitchen, speaking in a native tongue, speaking in tongue, and kept him and filled with the Holy Ghost. So that night, not only did I get saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, but also he gave me the power of speaking in tongues. All in my he gave me all power. Why? Because my good outweighs my bad. Because we all sin. But my good deed in loving God's people, working, being a servant of God, outweighs. So he said, okay, now she's ready to receive all power. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Can one be, do you do you believe one can be saved and in a sexual relationship with somebody that's not their husband or wife? Yes. Because there's no sin bigger than a net. Committing adultery and killing a person carries the same weight. But you know, I was brought up Pentecostal, and we believe, mm-hmm. uh, be ye reconciled to God. Um, you know, we believe holy if without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And so, having sex outside of marriage, you know, it may not be the biggest sin, but it's still sin. So that's why exactly I would have a I. In my upbringing, Pentecostal upbringing, that's why I would have a problem reconciling. Like I, I would have a problem saying, ministering, and preaching to people, and I got two women at home. Yeah, it's I, like I said, it's each own. It's each, it's each, 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 each own. Okay. Because right. the fact, the fact but, is, is, but it, but you're saying God, you're God fine with had, it. You you have reconciled the fact it. Is, is, you know, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Why? Because God has not left my side. Right. Still, what I believe in at this moment, and the things I've done, if 
it was if it was so heavy that God did not approve, that God is did not approve, how am I still living? How am I still surviving? Um, it's not by my mercy. How mercy? Some would argue I, mercy. Yeah, grace some of God. Mercy, yeah, but my thing is, I'm a, I'm, I'm a child of God. One was I was a child of God. To me, I was violated at an early age. I was already violated from the sins in the hands of man. So, guess what? God. God. Now, I went through, he whipped my ass. God whipped my ass. Because he allowed a lot of things to happen. God allowed my husband to beat on me. God allowed me to lose babies. God allowed me to get an infection. God allowed me to allow, strip my second husband from me. He whipped my ass. Don't get me wrong. But guess what? Because the love that I have for him, in spite of all he did, I still love God. It's God first. I'm a child of God. That's the difference. And I have a personal connection. That's the difference. Now, I'm not trying to brainwash nobody. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm thankful for this interview because it's not my first interview. Mm-hmm. I had these same questions thrown at me. I was ready when you said it. But because I, I know I'm a child. I'm already written on the road. I got my life insurance in place. I'm getting cremated. I'm, 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 my, my obituary is going to be in a, as a magazine. That's why all these pictures being taken. Because one, I have a tumor on the brain. I have mm-hmm. diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I have bipolar disorder and manic depression. And I'm still living. So you tell me who favored me. Okay. So man can't tell me nothing. Because I was diagnosed to be dead in 2006. So you tell me that ain't no God that's watching over me. So no man can tell me that what I'm doing in my life all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one more question along the same okay. lines as this, and then I'm gonna move on from that. So the Bible says, "Be ye holy as I am holy." What does holiness mean That's to holy. you? What does holy mean? mean? What be ye holy as I am holy? What does holy living holy? What does that mean to you? Living. What does living holy mean? I never had had to ask that me. That's something I have to think about. What does holy mean to me? Holy means uh, all I can think about is keep myself clean. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Keep myself clean. And what does keep your keep yourself clean? What does that entail? What what does that mean? Um, what I eat and drink, the things that I the things that I intake into my physical body. Mm-hmm. As far as even with penis. Be careful on selectors for protection and what I eat and drink. That that's what's holy to me, because this is a temple and it's and a do and God, uh, Jesus' spirit dwells in cleaning. That's the best way to answer that question, baby. Interesting. All right. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna move on. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. 
It's been almost an hour. Um, I do appreciate any closing thoughts uh, to wrap this up. Put a bow on it. Um, just um, continue to believe what you believe, and um, if it works for you, I say go for it. Okay. Because what I believe and how the spirit speaks to me, it works for me, and I'm living a happy life, a healthy life. And um, I've already graduated. God said from here on out, just live. And that's what I'm going to do. Because this body is going to go through a way ashes, ashes, dust to dust. Now you say you are Jehovah Witness. So as far as the afterlife, what do you believe? Mm -hmm. what, what do you believe happens when you die? That God is going to renew this land that he created. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be born and we're going to be um, rose from the dead in a new body. Everybody. Body. Everybody. 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 Everybody that he called. Everybody that he called. Mm -hmm. So some people he didn't call. What happens to them? I can't answer that question because okay. I don't know. You don't know. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm, a, I know I'm in the, I know I'm in the line of the number that he's going to call. How do you know? The spirit told me itself. Okay. Okay. It's been wonderful. Um, I'm definitely going to get down there to, and then I'm going to take my buddy to uh, Papa Do's, and we're going to get us something to eat. <laughs> okay. And some of that banana pudding. <laughs> it must be good. Yeah, and I'm it, like I told you, I'm gonna stop through on my way to Mardi Gras, so it's gonna be soon. So I'm gonna give you the heads up, and uh, we're gonna get us some seafood. You eat seafood? You don't eat seafood because you're Jehovah Witness, right? I eat fish. You eat fish? Okay, we, I'm pretty sure you've been. To, have you been to Papa Do's? No. No, I, I think you'll love it. There'll be something on the menu for you, but yeah. We're going to break bread. So, all right. Um, okay, sweetie. I'll be in touch. And thanks again. You have just listened to the So Glitch Podcast with your hosts, Dion and Naomi. Subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. This podcast is sponsored by Who's Your Daddy? The one-hour paternity testing center. Before you go on Maury Povich, give us a call. With several locations in Durham and Fayetteville, North Carolina. Wanda's Wigs and Weaves Emporium. If you're into Crayola-colored wigs and weaves and caterpillar eyelashes, let us serve all your needs. Ray Ray's Tax Revenue and Fish Market. Come get a free flounder dinner and two sides with every W-2 you foul with us. We foul it and fillet it. Frying Nemo Soul Food and Sushi Fusion. Stop by and try our mac and cheese egg rolls, colored green spring rolls, and hoghead cheese shashami. 10% discount to listeners of the Soul Glitch Podcast. That's this week's episode of the Soul Glitch Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.